0: Thank you Jesus, 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence that is here. We praise you Lord, praise you Lord, praise you Lord, praise you Lord, praise you Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father, your eyes that are upon your people, and your ears that are open to the cries of your people, Lord, your soul near to those who draw near to you and we are here this morning Lord to draw nearer to you Father we commit ourselves into your hands we ask you Lord that you will mold us into the image of Jesus oh Father pray when people see us may they see you Jesus I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that the living water that comes from the throne of God may flow freely, Lord, this morning in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. That every knee you bow down and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. And glorify god the father and the lord jesus christ thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord every opposition of the enemy i bring them down right now in jesus name thank you father shut down every voice that is not of you shut down every thought that is not of you in the name of jesus i pray may people hear you clearly lord i pray every interference of the enemy be brought down in jesus name every demonic spirit that is trying to twist the word of god i curse those in jesus name take victory in jesus name father i pray that you make every heart oh lord good ground, break every fellow ground in Jesus' name. Break every fellow ground in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Spirit of the Living God every hardness of the hearts be broken, Lord. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I ask you, Spirit of the Living God, that you will pour your warm oil into the ears of your people. Father, in the name of Jesus, that every year may become years that would here, O oh God. Hear the voice of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that every dryness, O oh Father, and everything that is disintegrating, everything that is falling apart, O oh Spirit of the living God, oh may it be blown away, blown away, blown away by the Spirit of the Almighty God, and a new structure may arise, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, O oh you, the Lord God, of new creation, you're the Lord God who makes all things new. And I ask you, Lord, this morning that the newness that comes from the Spirit of God may flow, Father, from the throne of grace, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth into the hearts, minds and bodies of your people. And I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Every destructive work of the devil may be brought under the subjection of the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And I pray something new be accomplished, O oh, Father, this morning. I thank you, Lord. I praise you. I pray for your people, Lord. All those of your people who are looking to you for healing, looking to you for deliverance, looking to you, Lord, for your spirit to, Lord, give them the breakthrough. I ask you, Spirit of the Living God, that you will touch them right now. In Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, Spirit of the Living God. Oh. Spirit of the living God. Oh, Spirit of the living God, I pray, touch your people right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There are some of you that the Holy Spirit is showing me. You're mourning, you're mourning like the dove that would mourn without any words to even utter before the presence of God, before God Almighty, in the presence of God. And the Spirit of the Lord said, I hear that. I hear that very clearly, and God interprets that. God hears that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And the Lord said, I see the depths of your heart. I see the depths of the travailing, travailing mourning and groaning that is coming from your Spirit, the Lord God says. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And the spirit of the Lord says, I, the Lord, your God, who hears the cries of my people, who hears the groanings of my people, I am in the midst of my people to make all things brand new. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. As a woman with the issue of blood, even though she suffered for many years, and she suffered many things from the hands of many physicians, she placed her faith upon the faithfulness of God Almighty who was able to do something new for her in her body. And she stepped out of her house. She stepped out of her room. She stepped out of her disability. She stepped out of her comfort zone of staying within that reproach that she was hiding herself in. She came with that reproach. She came with that weakness, she came with that pain, she came with that stigma, and she went back, made whole, because she touched the hem of the garment, of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you father, thank you all, those who touched the, hem of the garment of Jesus Christ, all of them got healed, all of them were made whole, thank you father, thank you lord, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, Thank you, Jesus. No matter how long it has been. No matter how severe the intensity has been. No matter how impossible your situation may look. Lord Jesus Christ is the God of the impossible. The Lord Jesus Christ is the God of the impossible. The Lord Jesus Christ is the God of the impossible. Thank you, Father. Don't look at the duration. Don't look at the intensity. Don't look at your situation. Don't look at how dark the clouds are. Don't look at how thick the clouds are. God is speaking in this hour. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. There's those with faith who go past the thick clouds. Those who are with faith who go past the dark clouds. Thank you, Jesus. Relying upon the faithfulness of God relying upon the strong and mighty arms of the living God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 It is the faith that God has given when you put into action. It overcomes the world. Every tribulation, every temptation, every trial can be overcome. But the faith that God has deposited into the hearts of God's people Your faith is placed upon the faithfulness of the Almighty God who is so true to keep His promises, who is faithful to keep His word. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Continue to cover your people with your precious blood. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Faith in God. Faith in the awesome power of the Almighty God. Faith in the faithfulness of the covenant-keeping God. Having faith in the power of the Almighty God. Having faith in the integrity of the Almighty God. Having faith in the love and compassion of the Almighty God. We need to move forward. In the Spirit of the Lord, says those who have such faith the only ones who will be able to walk. Because faith is the legs that God has provided for every soul that travels in that narrow path. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. We walk by faith. When unbelief comes in, we become lame when unbelief comes in we lose our mobility when unbelief comes in we're unable to take another step forward and those who rely 100% on the faithfulness of God Almighty are those who would run and not grow weary walk and not will faint the Spirit of the Almighty God will carry them through as they put their faith into action by using the spiritual legs called faith to run, by using the spiritual legs called faith to walk. The Spirit of God will take such people, take those legs called faith that they are putting to use, take it to a whole other level where they will not grow faint, they will not grow weary. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In this world, we have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Jesus said he has overcome the world. Because he has overcome the world, there's no defeat for his people. Thank you, Father. Every battle ends in victory for God's people. For Christ has overcome the world. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. O oh Lord, I pray that you'll continue to minister to our hearts. And I pray that you'll be- break every barrier in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Unclog every ear in the name of Jesus. Soften every heart in the name of Jesus whatever is keeping your people, Lord, from receiving what you have for them this morning, may that be removed in Jesus' name And every spirit of slumber, every spirit of spiritual lethargy, every demonic spirit of tiredness and exhaustion and distraction. I come against those weapons of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I bring them down in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the weapons that are more powerful than the stronghold of the enemy more powerful than the weapons of the enemy more powerful than the fortress of the enemy oh it'll bring down all strongholds thank you father for the weapons that you've given us to bring down the fortress of the enemy thank you lord to pull out the enemy from his hiding place and to destroy him you've given us the power and we give you glory honor and praise in Jesus name I ask you that you immerse this word of God that you bring to your people in the river of God and you immerse your people right now in the river of the Holy Spirit, that they may become one with the word of God that you would give to your people, O God, that this manna that comes from heaven this morning may become one with your people, O Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. But they may not be just hearers of your word, but they be doers of your word. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise be to God. God said he had a word for his people this morning. But he didn't tell me what it was until I was here and I was praying and God has given me the word so we're going to go to 1st Samuel chapter 3 I know it's going to be a blessing to all those who would truly tune into what the spirit of the Lord would distribute to his people this morning 1st Samuel chapter 3 and I'm going to read from verse one, First Samuel chapter 3 from verse 1 now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli if you are having a pen or a highlighter I would encourage you to highlight or underline the words the boy Ministered before, ministered to the Lord before Eli. To the Lord, underline, before Eli, underline. How old was this, was this child? Was this a child or a young man or older person? When you look at the child or this person, you see that Samuel, who ministered to the Lord, was a boy, very young, very young at heart and young in his mind, young in his body. Yet, he ministered to the Lord. How? Before Eli. What God had given to him, he took it very seriously and he did it as unto God. By serving Eli, he was Serving God Almighty and serving before the Lord God Almighty. Whatever we are doing for God, when we're called to do something for God, it is very important to have this in our minds, which is, I'm not only doing it unto God, but I'm doing it before the Lord. It's very important. I'm ministering to God. I'm ministering before God because the Spirit of God has given me this job through God's servant and I'm taking this and I'm doing it not only unto God but I'm doing it in the presence of God God is right there God is watching me God is looking at what I'm doing when I'm doing it with all my heart with all my soul with all my mind with all my strength I'm doing it before God and to God whether it's your personal prayer whether it's your family prayer maybe you're doing your family prayer with the rest of the family not interested in it or you may be doing your family prayer and you may be the only person who is praying doesn't matter the spirit of the Lord is speaking to your hearts this morning When you do your part and you do it to God with the understanding that God is watching over you with the understanding that God is looking at what you are doing oh that's for sure the very same God who is looking at you is not going to be just looking at you all the time He will talk to you He will communicate with you He will reach out to you. He will reveal things to you. He will speak to you. This is who our God is. How do you progress spiritually? How do you progress from where you are to where God wants you to be? Faithfulness is the key. Without having faith, we cannot be faithful to God. No matter what happens, it is important for us to be faithful to God you know that it is God who has called me. It is God who is watching over me. It is God who is seeing everything that I am doing. Samuel was very young. He was not someone who was very experienced. He was someone who was called. Doesn't matter where we are. Doesn't matter. How much experience we have, one thing is very important: It's faithfulness is what God is looking for. It is faith that God is looking for. Without faith, you cannot have faithfulness. If you don't have faith, you're going to be unfaithful. If you have faith, faithfulness is a byproduct faith just like how obedience is a byproduct of faith faithfulness is a byproduct of faith those who have true faith will be faithful to God those who have true faith will truly obey God so the boy Samuel even though he was young he was not like Eli's sons who were there for a long time older than him he was the opposite he was coming from Hannah's family born to Elkanah and Hannah suddenly left in the temple but he knew his purpose his mom would have told him this is what I told God Samuel And now I have to give you to God. God is going to watch over you, even though mommy's not going to be here, even though daddy's not going to be here. God is going to be here. The servant of God is here. He's going to teach you, train you, grow you into whatever God wants you to be. Hannah didn't know that Samuel was going to be a prophet. Samuel wouldn't have known that he was going to be a prophet. When he came to the temple of God, He came just to serve. He came to do what God called him to do. As he was faithful in what God called him to do, God started communicating with him. And as he was faithful in what God was communicating to Samuel, God started giving information to Samuel to tell people. And that's how God made him into the prophet of God that God had called him to be to fulfill God's purposes with what God had given to him which was ministering before Eli in the temple he was ministering to the Lord and he was very faithful when was he doing this very important he was doing this during the time when God's word was not available so freely during a season of silence, during a season where sin was all over the place, especially in the temple of God. When God was grieved, Eli's sons were desecrating the temple of God. But Samuel did not copy their evil behaviors. Samuel did not allow discouragement to come to him. Samuel didn't let any of the evil spirits get to him. See, when a person is called of God, such as Samuel, he was called of God and that's why God took Hannah through a very difficult path. To bring her to the place of that commitment So that she can give that child to God so Even though children are a heritage from the Lord The fruit of the womb is His reward God gives children to us God will never come and say Okay, I gave you this child and the child is mine anyway So I'm taking it No Our God is very gentle Yes, our children are from the Lord However, in order for our children to serve Him He would require us to commit our children to Him. That's why we have child dedication. That's why in the Old Testament God had circumcision and they had to bring the child or the children to the temple of God. In Hannah's case, in order for a prophet to be formed, that prophet had to be formed in the womb first and then formed in the temple next just like how Moses was called of God he was formed by his mother and he was formed later on in the wilderness before God called him for his service he was called, yes, by birth. But that was not sufficient. He had to go through a process where the second call of God came to Moses. In between the first call and the second call was the test. In between, in between the first call and the second call was a time when Moses had to make the choice to forsake the sinful pleasures of Egypt Moses had to make the choice to suffer with the people of God between the first call and the second call and the second call where God put him in the wilderness 40 years with the sheep all he knew was how to be the shepherd of the sheep that God had entrusted into his hands during the time of his faithfulness he had an encounter with God which changed his destiny and the destiny of the nation of Israel who were in bondage God is speaking to us today as we heard God's word on Sunday the shepherds were faithful they were watching their flock by night and God sent the angel to the shepherds to give that glorious revelation of the birth of the Messiah. And they got the privilege to go and see him first, even before the wise men. These people were the first group of people to go and see him at his birth. Faithfulness is so crucial. God is looking for people who are faithful in order to reveal His glory, in order to show forth His precious treasures, in order to transfer His possessions, in order to give to his people what the world cannot give and what the world cannot take away the portion that will never be taken away during the time when the word of the Lord was rare and there's no widespread revelation something happened here when you think about this child this young boy little Samuel How did he minister to the Lord? How did he minister to the Lord? Whatever he was told to do, he did it. He really did it with all his heart, mind, soul and strength. He just didn't do it Oh, I have to do it. Okay, let me just do the bare minimum. No. He did it with everything that was within him. That is the reason why God appeared to him. So it came to pass, verse 2, At that time, while Eli was lying down in his place, and when his eyes had been, had begun to grow so dim that he could not see, and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and while Samuel was lying down, that the Lord called Samuel. It's the first time ever God is calling Samuel. Now by birth, Samuel was called and that's why Hannah had to go through that process I had mentioned a few minutes ago God called Samuel and that's why the vow was made God led Hannah to make that vow to lend him to the Lord to give him to God all the days of his life he was consecrated separated at birth for the work of the Lord and his mother took him to the house of God to leave him there so that he can minister to God serving the priest over there as he was serving God by doing what he was called to do something is happening here God comes and calls Samuel the second time which is the first time for Samuel but it's the second time because there's a call of God that comes to him after the call of God that came to him during his birth through his mom. It's a direct call of God. God called Samuel. The Lord called Samuel. Devi emphatic statement. Very profound statement. Very precious statement. You know what the child did? Here I am. He didn't say, here I am. And he wasn't just laying down. Sometimes some people can pretend like they're not hearing. And they'll be lying down. Joseph had a dream a couple of days ago. Our son, Joseph, the little one. And he came and shared it with us. He said he saw a lot of people climbing on a mountain. And that mountain was so easy to climb. It was like rock climbing. A lot of people were climbing on that mountain, and they were climbing up, and they were going. And Joseph said, the sky looked gray at the end of the mountain, and he knew the destination. And once people climb upon the mountain, the other side is hell. It was easy to climb. Lots of people going. And he said he was running and telling the people, don't go. Hell is there at the end of the mountain. Don't go. Don't go. Don't go. And he said the people were pretending. And if. They were not hearing. They were not able to hear. As if they did not hear what was being told. And he said he was agonizing, running back and forth, trying to tell them, don't climb on that mountain. Don't continue climbing because the end is hell. The people didn't want to hear. They wanted to continue to climb. It was easy to climb but the end is destruction it is agonizing when you know what is waiting for such people but it's even more agonizing when you know that they've been informed but they're pretending as if they're not able to hear and they continue to go to that place of no return even though being warned people still make the choice to go to eternal lake of fire where the worm never dies where the fire is never quenched what a horrible place to be in Because the woeful choice people make every single day. But Samuel was very different. He was not someone who would pretend when Eli would call him to do something, Oh, that's very difficult, I don't want to get up and go. Oh, I just laid down I'm so tired all day I've been running they've been calling me a hundred times and I'm so tired I'm just going to pretend I'm not able to hear if they want let them come to me if Samuel needed me let him come to me and ask me I'm so tired if it's that urgent let them come and ask me I'm going to pretend like I'm sleeping because I'm very tired. Samuel was not such a child. He was not someone who avoided strenuous work. He was not someone who avoided hard work. He was not someone who avoided work when he was called beyond the hour of work as soon as he was called this was after he lay down he was lying down for some time after he lay down the lord called samuel not while he was working after he lay down and everything was quiet only samuel heard the voice of god no one They heard God's voice. God came to Samuel and he called him by his name. He said, Samuel. Immediately, the child answers, here I am. Not only that. He was not so much, oh, here I am, and lying down saying, here I am. What do you want from here? No. He said, here I am. And he ran to Eli. That's what God is looking for. Not for people who'll do the bare minimum. But people who would serve him with all their hearts, mind, soul and strength, who'll worship him with all their hearts, mind, soul and strength, who give their everything, every ounce of energy. Everything, everything God has put inside of us. We need to give it to Jesus wholeheartedly, joyfully. Should be a delight to please him, delight to hear him, delight to worship him, delight to spend time with him. The child was a child. Immediately got up, ran. He said, Here I am. And he ran to Eli. He would have been tired. Little boy working all day. He was not someone. He said, Okay, I'm coming and just dragging himself and saying, Oh man, they're calling me again. Can't even sleep. You know. He was a child who did not complain. He was a child who was willing, ready. When he was called, he knew to run he ran to Eli and he said, Here I am, for you called me. Look at the heart of this child. Look at the heart of this child. In, a, in an ungodly environment, no mommy, no daddy, God was watching over him. The child was so obedient, unlike Eli's sons. The child was so loyal to God, unlike Eli's sons. The child's heart and ears were so in tune with God, unlike Eli's sons. Why? He was serving God by serving Eli. So when God came and called him, he just jumped and ran because that's what he always did. God didn't come and call him with some other voice. No. He came and called him using Eli's voice. It sounded just like God. He sounded just like Eli, which was the familiar voice to Samuel. Samuel got up, ran, and he said, here I am, for you called me. And he said, I did not call, lie down again. And he went and laid down. What an obedient child. Once he said, I didn't call you, go, lie down. He didn't stand then and says, well, I heard you call, and I came here. I'm not going because I don't want to come again if you call. What if you call me? No. He was not a child who argued with Eli. It's very important. People who God will use, God will look for this nature, these qualities. People who truly love God with all their hearts, mind, soul, and strength. They will worship Him and love Him with everything and whatever job has been given to them through whomever God has placed above them. There be people who would be ready and willing to serve not only that. When they are told to do something, they would do instead of arguing. They would simply obey. Obedience is a quality that is very pleasing to God. Very pleasing to God. And many, many times, many people will be tested in that area. Many fail. But, and there are a few who pass, like Joseph, like Samuel, like Daniel, like John. People who walk this walk of faith and live it out by showing the faithfulness to God, by obeying the Lord, following God's divine principles and divine order in God's Word. Once Samuel was told to go and lay down, he went and lay down. There was no conversation after that. Then the Lord called yet again Samuel. So Samuel rose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And he answered, I did not call. My son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. What does this mean? This means that God had not spoken to him in in an audible manner like this before. Nor has Samuel received any vision or any supernatural encounter up until this point. But Samuel had this faith that God is living, God is alive, and whatever I'm doing, God is watching, and I'm doing it before God. And he had that reverence for the man of God, reverence for the work of God, and he did it unto God, before God, with reverence and the healthy fear of the Lord that was there, and the joy of the Lord that was in him he just ran no matter how many times he was called no matter what time it was he always ran and when he was told just go back oh you were called to do this but now we don't need you go back he was not the one who complained oh you know I wish they never called me Where did, where did they call me and you know why did they disturb me at this time of the night and, no he was a child who would come when he's called and who Go back and lay down if he's told to go back and lay down obedience. So now the Lord is calling him the third time. God did not interfere with this process. He's letting the whole thing play out. Because Samuel's character is being brought out before Eli also. And for Samuel himself. This is a learning process. But God is revealing himself to Samuel through this entire process. It's a third time now. It's an important matter. God wants to communicate with the human being that to a little child and the attempts that God is making towards this child to reveal his heart to this child. Isn't that amazing? Little child. God is there to reveal his heart to this little child because this child was so willing, obedient, never arguing, ever ready, with a humble heart, simplicity. God came to him. The third time God is calling him, And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, "Here I am." For you did call me. He was not exhausted, irritable by the third time, saying that what is this man? Maybe he got old and he's calling and calling. And second time it's okay. He said second time he didn't call. Third time he didn't say well. It's not him calling, maybe I'm tired, or maybe he's calling and he doesn't know that he's calling, I'm not going and No. The third time he got up and ran. And it was the third time. Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. He knew. If a child is coming to me this many times, God is wanting to communicate with this child. So Eli is telling him what he should do now. He says to Samuel, go lie down and it shall be if he calls you that you must say, speak Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. He's doing exactly what he was told. Go and lie down. And if you hear this voice again calling you, you must say this Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. By this, Samuel would have understood. Oh, God is trying to call me there. He's telling, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. He is not standing there and arguing with. Eli, how do you know it's God? How come it sounds like you? It's a child who knew how to obey, not someone who would stand there and argue. Try to say that if it doesn't make sense, I can't do it, I have a hard time obeying. There are people like that. They will never take another step forward because self is too strong. God's people are people of faith. Even when it doesn't make sense, they will do what God tells them to do because God is God and we're not. We cannot understand everything, but we are called to do what God has called us to do. When we obey Him, then we will understand why God told us to do a certain thing a certain way. Many times not before that. That's what faith is. When you can't see. When you don't understand. When it doesn't make sense. But you still do it because God has called you to do. Then you see a miracle take place. Then you understand. Oh, this is why. Then God speaks to you and reveals to you what it's all about not without taking that step of faith now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times it's very very intimate and serious over here anywhere the Bible when it says the Lord came and stood it's a big thing it's a big thing God of heaven and earth, it is God the Father. God of heaven and earth, who is he coming to? To that little boy. He came and he stood there and he called. It's not a vision or a dream. God came down to visit with Samuel. A grand inauguration to the prophetic ministry, the call of a prophet that God had for Samuel. Samuel passed the test. He was doing the will of God all along. God himself came and he said, you know what, little child, I'm going to hold your hand, I'm going to lead you into the call that I have for you. Because I'm the one who's calling you. And he came and stood there and called Samuel. And this time, the fourth time, he calls Samuel, Samuel. The other time it was one time. Now it's twice. And Samuel was so careful enough to remember what he was told to say. It's so important for God's people to take the things of God very seriously. Anything that they're told to do, through God's servants. It's so important to take it very seriously and do it exactly the way they're told to do. There's a blessing in it. Samuel did what he was told. He said, Speak for your servant hears. That's what Eli told him to say. Speak for your servant hears. As soon as he told exactly what Eli told him to say, then the Lord said to Samuel, this is what I'm going to do. And he said what he was going to do. So the message from God was given to Samuel. This is how Samuel entered into being a prophet. How? By listening and obeying. Listening and obeying. Listening and obeying. Willingly obeying. No matter what the time is. Whether it makes sense or not. Simply obey. Implicitly obey. Joyfully obey. Wholeheartedly obey. The Lord came and visited Samuel. And he spoke to Samuel. Things that what most people won't to talk to a little child. Why? Something happened to Samuel's spirit here. Even though he was young in his age, the anointing of God was poured upon Samuel where he could comprehend eternal things, where he was able to comprehend mature things, where he was able to comprehend the message of God because at that moment Samuel was turned into a messenger of God, a mouthpiece of God. God dropped into him the revelation, the prophecy of what God was going to do to Eli and his household, and what was going to happen to the nation of Israel? A transformation. A divine appointment that led to transformation, glorious transformation in the life of Samuel. Our labor in the Lord will never be in vain if we do it wholeheartedly, joyfully, with everything that is within us. As unto God, with reverence and with the fear of the Lord. Without arguing, without complaining. Without mixing human element with divine counsel when a person learns to simply obey like a little child do what he or she has been told to do with humility as a foundation and integrity as its walls with the fear of the Lord and the joy of the Lord as the roof A house will never, never fall. Because it's built on God Himself, who is the Word of God. Learning to minister before God, minister to God. By being faithful to what you've been given on earth. Especially when it comes from a servant of God. it will lead us into where God wants us to go to. Where God himself will come. And he'll say, you've been so faithful. Now I'm going to hold your hand and I'm going to lead you into greater usefulness, greater fruitfulness. As God has been speaking to our church about the call of God, the purpose of God for every individual is not just to bear fruit, but to bear much fruit. In order for God's people to bear much fruit, they should be bearing fruit to begin with. When we abide in Him and His words abide in us, we will bear much fruit. The characteristics, the nature of Jesus Christ must be seen through every believer. Integrity has to be there. Humility has to be there. Obedience to the call of God and service to God in a manner that is pleasing to God that may be acceptable to God Almighty is foundational. It's not extraordinary. It's foundational. Because of lack of integrity in most places. Because a lack of humility in most people. These are rare qualities when you see how a little child who didn't even have his mother or father with him was able to grow into the call of God that God had for him because He was faithful in what God gave him, and every time he was faithful in what God gave him, God was doing something in that little child's life. Something was happening. He was an extraordinary child, a child unlike no other child during his lifetime. How can that be? because of the fear of the Lord it's because Samuel took what he was given by his mother whatever he was taught by his mother about God and how to serve him he took that very seriously and he had shaped in what his mom said about God and he truly believed in the living God And every time he served Eli, he served with great reverence. And he served him, knowing that he was serving God Almighty. May God help us to understand what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to us at this hour. God wants to use each one of you, draw you into the call of God that God has for you. But it's important to study this chapter, the section that God has spoken to us this morning, in order to understand how God operates and how we must operate. It's good to have godly desires That those godly desires are not watered by God's desire, God's word conforming ourselves to the offering that God would receive from our hands which is our heart, our behavior, our mindset, our attitude then we will go to the grave with just desires Nothing materializing. But if we really want to be people who would have the God-given desire, God's desire to take shape and to take form and to become what God wants us to be, to not only bear fruit, but to bear much fruit, which is the will of God for every believer, then it is important to bring to God what God desires. We see that in Samuel's life. It's important to know how God operates. We see that in this chapter. It is important to know The ways in which God would speak, the ways in which we serve Him, how God would call, and how God would handpick a young child, the age doesn't matter, heart matters, how God would just bypass everyone in the land of Israel and just come to this little child. You know, God sees every heart weighs every heart and as the Lord spoke many times before in our Bible studies there's a compassion that is taking place all the time the eyes of the Lord runs to and fro every heart is being put in the balance against something else God's eyes run to and fro looking to see whose hearts are loyal towards Him means he's looking at every heart. Out of all the people in the land of Israel, it's so unfortunate that God was not able to go and open his heart and talk to anyone else. Only one person he was able to find. Praise God for that one person. It happened to be a little child. Out of all the children in the land of Israel, it was his one child who served God. rest of them would have been playing sleeping eating but this child was different he paid the price and he received the call of God May you pay the price and receive the call of God in your life anything that is precious would be costly remember anything that is precious would be costly having ambition is good but it's not enough if we don't pay the price if we don't work towards it if we don't put our heart and soul into it when it comes to things of God there are no shortcuts when it comes to things of God Integrity is a requirement. When it comes to the things of God, motives will be sifted by God Almighty. Why we do what we do will be put to the test. When it comes to the things of God, humility is a requirement. When it comes to the things of God, God's eyes, looks at the heart, the innermost being of a person. It's not just the service to God, how we do it. It's not just an offering. What kind of offering? It's not just any burnt offering. How is it? How is the offering offered to God? What is in it? We've seen this often through the Spirit of God. Cain came and offered his offering. Abel came and offered his offering. God received one and rejected the other. There's a comparison right there. God said to Cain, Hey, your offering would have been accepted too if you would have just done like Abel's. Just go do the same thing. God is not a partial. A God of partiality. God even tells us how to do it so that everyone can be accepted. Everyone's offering can be accepted. Everyone can be respected by God just as how God had respect towards Abel and his offering. What a good God we have. We don't have to sit and try to figure out what God likes and what God doesn't like. No. He spelled it out. He said, this is how my heart is. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. This is how you should come. This is what you need to do. Everything, God has spelled it out so beautifully in His Word. Those who have a heart to know the heart of God will be the ones who would find out what He likes and what He doesn't like. May God help us to have the ears that we need to have, like how Samuel had. First time when he called, he heard it and he jumped up and he ran. May the Lord help us to have the heart like how Samuel had. First time when he heard the voice of God. <laughs> God and call him in his voice because it was a test for Samuel. Eli called him. Are you gonna run for Eli? That's how so you know who you really are. Because there are people if God comes and says they'll do it. Anyone else? Ah. God is looking for people with integrity. Whatever has been given to you. Are you being faithful in it? And God called Samuel using Eli's voice every single time The child ran because that was something he always did. I want to say one more as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. Rebecca was a woman who always served her family. She did what she was told to do, which was a job given by God to go get water. She had to get a lot of water, travel and get water from the well in the heat of the day. When Eliezer came, and he asked her for water, she was a woman who always gave. And she was not someone I said oh my goodness for all these camels it's going to be very difficult well let me go and call other people no just like how she always served she served that day that day was her final test before she became the daughter-in-law of Abraham the father of faith the father of nations and her name forever remembered on earth and in heaven as you do and keep doing that which God has called you to do faithfully cheerfully with reverence and do it unto God and before God wholeheartedly without arguing without complaining there will be a God moment in your life that God will come and call you and take you into the call of God that God has for you. Just like how he took Rebecca. This is something very deep that the Spirit of the Lord is speaking this morning. Now if we have ears to hear it would all make sense because the Spirit of God is illuminating the hearts of God's people at this hour don't let it go there were many people who came and put their money in the offering box Jesus stood there and he looked at every offering that went in the offering box. He looked at this widow who brought two mites. It's not about how much. It's about how. The two mites became so precious before God. Such a pleasing aroma because it was everything she had. Jesus said, even if I don't have next meal, my God, I'm giving it to you. The other people were giving it unto men, they were making a scene they wanted other people to see. Their motives were bad. Others thought they can buy their way to heaven by giving. Others thought they can get some position in the synagogue by giving more. But this widow was not like that. All she had was those two mites, and, and she said, I want to give to God, and giving it to God, and giving it to God. Faith in who God is. And she said, even if I don't have anything, which I do not have, this is what I have. How can I withhold that from God and say that I need it for myself? And she went and she just gave that to God. And Jesus said, look at that. Look at that. She gave the most. She gave it to God because that was her Those two mites were just hurt Was as if she dropped herself into the offering box. That's what God is looking for. Not our talents, our skills, our money. He's looking for us. God is looking for us. Our service to God should be us. Our offering to God should be us. Our prayers to God should be us. I pray that the Spirit of God will take this deep into your spirit. this morning to bring a transformation at the core of your being whatever you're doing know that God is watching whatever you're doing let that be you let it be you laying yourself upon the altar whatever you're giving let it be you laying yourself upon the altar nothing less than that is acceptable to God It's going to attract God Samuel's service to God was so pleasing to God it brought God to where Samuel was. Your prayers, your giving, your living, to be in a way that is pleasing to God to bring God to where you are. It's a big honor, big honor, big honor for Samuel to have God visit him not everyone gets that 99.999 percent of the people will never get that how did this little boy get that the divine visitation and he became a friend of God just like how God came to Abraham and talked about Sodom and Gomorrah this is what I'm going to do God came to little boy Samuel And he's telling what he's going to do. Because that's God's pattern. Before he does something, he will reveal that to his friends on earth. His prophets. Samuel was a little boy, but he was called into the call of God as a prophet. God coming and opening his heart to Samuel. Telling him, Son, this is what I'm going to do. This is what's going to happen. This is how Eli is going to end. This is how his sons are going to end. This is how he's speaking like graphic things to this little boy. But you know what? At that moment, the little boy was no longer a little boy. The Spirit of God came upon him. He became the prophet of God. I pray that the Spirit of God will take this word that God has spoken this morning. Take it deep into your spirit to stir up something eternal within you so that you don't lose sight of what God has for you. That you live like Samuel. Even though he's a little boy, there's a lot for every adult to copy. From the life of Samuel. It's a little boy. May the Spirit of the Lord work in your hearts with what He has spoken this morning. Drive it deep into your spirits through the Spirit of God. Nail it to your hearts. With this heavenly hammer That you may never fall out That this word may stay with you Transforming your life Into what God wants you to be To go after that Which God has for you For which God has called you That the purpose of God for your life May never fail That the purpose that God has for your life May never fail that your life may become everything that God has ordained it to be when He created you and when He had you in His mind even before the foundation of the world shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord thank you Lord thank you Holy Spirit Our great Jehovah, our Lord God Almighty. What a glorious moment, what a glorious hour it would have been for God to come and stand before a frail human being. Samuel would have forgotten that place. God stood before him. What a glorious day it was for Samuel. His life was forever changed. He never thought that it was going to suddenly happen like that. He had no idea how his life was going to change. He was innocently, happily, cheerfully serving God by serving the servant of God, suddenly, suddenly God visited him. Oh, Father. Oh, Father. What a good God you are. You don't have to tell anyone anything. You can do anything, any time but you want to talk to us you want to reveal your heart to us you're looking for someone who would listen who would obey who would be totally yielded to the Lord God Almighty who would be like a clear stream so that you can pour your message into them so that they can give it as it is thank you Lord Father I pray that you do something new in the lives of people today May many arise from this church Lord to fulfill your great purposes I ask you Holy Spirit Let the hand of the Almighty God may continue to work in the lives of your people. Birth godly desires, my Father, in the hearts of your people. Let no one be carried away by the cares of this world. Let no one be carried away by the things of this world. Let no one be carried away by the people of this world for the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father. Oh Father, I pray that you will teach us to number our days and to apply our hearts into wisdom. If little Samuel was able to live a life that is so pleasing to God in the midst of that crooked and perverse generation how much more we can so I pray that you'll bless your people O Lord this morning let no one be weighed down by what is happening in their lives for those are all distractions of the enemy to distract them from the main purpose that you have for them in Christ Jesus So I ask you, Lord, that you will touch your people at this hour. Touch your people at this hour. Touch your people at this hour. Break every chain, my Father. Let every heart be broken before you, Lord. Remove every callous from every heart that is there. I pray, Father, that a holy church arise. May your people be people that God would call as his people. Well pleasing to God, I ask you, Heavenly Father, do great and mighty things, Lord, in the lives of your people. Lord, plant a burning desire for you in their hearts, O Lord. I pray, may your lamp burn within their hearts both day and night in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. May they be vigilant Lord like the wise virgin longing to hear the Father longing to see the works of God eagerly waiting to do the will of God O oh, Spirit of the living God Jesus can say that his meat was due the will of him who sent him and to finish it how much more it should be ours. Father, I pray. Transform this house of God. Transform this church of God. O oh Lord, I pray. Transform this church, O oh Lord. Transform this house of God in the name of Jesus. Transform this house of God in the name of Jesus. Let your spirit overflow. Let your spirit overflow. Let your spirit overflow. Every nature that is not of God that is showing up in the lives of your people. If those be crucified to the cross of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, build your church. Let a holy people arise in the name of Jesus let carnality be put to death in the lives of your people oh God in the name of Jesus oh heavenly father let duplicity be eradicated from the lives of your people in the name of Jesus I pray heavenly father heavenly father heavenly father heavenly father let the glorious bride of Christ arise, O oh Lord, from this part of the world. Oh, may we join with the universal church of the Lord Jesus Christ, who are going to be taken up when you return in the clouds of glory. May this church, O oh Lord, that you're building, be a sweet aroma to you, Father. in the name of Jesus, Oh my Father, pray. Work this word into the spirits of your people in the name of Jesus. This morning, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray, O God, that there be a deeper working of the Holy Spirit taking place in the lives of your people in the name of Jesus. If no one take the life for granted, nor the lives of those around them for granted. O Lord, may each and every soul of Israel, Bethel, and Ministries Church live each moment as if it would be their last. Knowing that the God of heaven and earth is watching. May they live it with joy May they live their lives with great joy, with great reverence, with great integrity, with great humility, with great purity. Before the living God, O Father, I pray, each and every brother, sister, child, O Lord, truly become like Samuel that everything that is false, everything that is vain, everything that is profane, may be removed out of the lives of your people, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. And there be no stench, O Lord, but a sweet aroma arising to our Father from our midst, O Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And there are so many witnesses we see in the word of God may people lay aside everything every sin every weight that so easily gets to them let no one lose focus O God in the name of Jesus let no one run in vain in the name of Jesus let no one go off track in the name of Jesus oh Father oh Father I pray that each and every brother, sister, child, O Lord serve you as how Samuel served in the house of the Lord. Grant us this one desire to dwell in your dwelling place, to dwell in your tabernacle as a sweet fragrance before you to dwell in your dwelling place, to dwell in your tabernacle as an instance before you. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.